Hey everybody, welcome back to It's the Little Things Podcast. I'm super excited to say that I am home for Christmas break, and so I'm really happy to be back. Obviously, um, I think I'm going to miss my friends a lot. If you haven't seen, um, if you don't follow my personal account, I was told I needed to stop playing softball um, due to my concussion and my um, physical health that I need to stay in. And my dad came and picked and he just got home from work. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, but so there, that's kind of my journey right now, but it's something that I've prayed about for a long time and I have a lot of peace over. Um, doesn't make it any less hard, but it does make me feel better because I know there's a lot of doors that are going to be open for me and um, they already are. I mean, just alone with the podcast, I think it kind of speaks volumes and speaks for itself how he's constantly working in my life, even when I don't know it. And so um, I'm really excited about the journey ahead. Obviously, I'm bummed about, you know, not being able to play anymore. But I really think that there's this is a journey that he gave to me because he knew I could handle it. So that's kind of how I'm liking to see picturing it and kind of visualizing it. Um, But today I have a special topic I wanted to talk about during the holidays. Um, I wanted to talk about holiday depression or seasonal depression, I guess. Um, but mainly it comes with the holidays. Um, personally, I've struggled with this myself. I know, I think, um, some of my siblings do too. And I know a lot of people, um, that I know struggle with this. And, you know, when I got to Moorhead, I kind of realized, um, it's a seasonal thing for me. Um, when the weather changes, obviously, you know, you don't get as much vitamin D. You can't be outside. You're kind of stuck inside. Um, but then, most of my sadness comes from when the holidays come around. And I kind of never realized um, exactly what the why I was having why I was sad around Christmas because it's Christmas or Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm, these are awesome holidays and they're fun and you get to see all your family. And coming from um, a divorced household, and um, we kind of grew up having to go back and forth in the holiday. and it was never easy. And, um, obviously I'm a, I'm a daddy's girl. So I, whenever we went, ended up going over to our mom's house, I was always really bummed because I really wanted to be with my dad and, you know, leaving him at home, um, when we left was really hard because it's like, he's there by himself without his four kids. So it was really hard for me to, um, kind of face that. And so growing up, that kind of became this feeling I brought with that and so after you know my dad got full custody and all of that happened and we stopped seeing our mom it kind of became this feeling that stuck around and it was hard for me to adjust from going to having you know two full-time parents to um only one and so it was really hard for me and I know it was kind of hard um for my siblings as well but I kind of wanted to talk about that because I know it's really hard for people. And it's not just families with divorced families. It's people have lost people and the holidays are hard when you can't be around those people. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk about that and kind of ways that you can combat this feeling and work through it instead of just kind of avoiding it and letting it happen. Um, for me, it's still something I struggle with, but the older I've gotten and, you know, I have my amazing mom now and, um, 
she's great and she does such a good job of making us feel so loved and cared about in the holidays so it was a great change from what we had before and so that has made it much easier and then having Caroline my little sister just being young and seeing that joy that little kids have when Christmas comes is so fun around the holidays because it gives you this just wow this like purity this um this innocence that you kind of feel feel like you've lost yourself and um so I kind of wanted to talk about these things um I saw this today actually it's so crazy because I was meaning to talk about this and I saw this and the well-watered woman the um woman that wrote the book kind of talked about this and she said that having these seasonal feelings and this sadness is the whole reason that you know that God sent Jesus to be born on Christmas, right? So he was sent for us to redeem us and to save us from this, that eternal feeling of sadness. And it's kind of refreshing to listen and be like, wow, I'm not going to feel like this forever. And we, we are able to not feel like that through Christ and the birth of Jesus. And, um, so I thought that was really refreshing. And, the way so I wrote this down because I'm kind of blabbering right now but I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget it but basically this time of your life the struggles and the sadness of the holiday season um Christmas and Thanksgiving opens your heart to be healed and redeemed by God um that was kind of paraphrasing what she said but it was really an interesting way of seeing it because this sadness and it kind of seems this kind of seems like this feeling that there's no way there's good in it type of feeling and I've had those before myself um, but kind of figuring out where the good is, is hard, especially during this time, because you kind of want what everybody else has and you realize you can't have it. It's really frustrating because you don't really see the positive in it. So this is kind of the reason I'm talking about this is because although this is going to sound crazy, although sadness and seasonal depression is so horrible and it weighs you down so much, there is good in it. Okay. And let me get to that. So basically, how I have seen it and viewed it is Jesus came and he died and he was born on Christmas for us. He came to die so that one day when we die, we don't have to live eternally like humans in this sadness and this pain and this hurt. He came to redeem us. And not only when we get to heaven, but also when we're on earth, because he's given us this peace of saying, hey, what you're going through is all right. Okay. It sucks. And I want you to feel comfortable talking to me about it. Ask me, I hear you. I want to hear you ask me what you need. Right. And he's kind of saying this because he wants you to know, Hey, it it is, it's horrible right now. You have this sadness, but I want you to know it's not going to be like that forever. And you have me and, um, sorry for the yawning, everybody. You have me and, um, you can pray to me and ask me for that peace and that serenity that you've been needing. And obviously it's a lot easier said than done, but when you stay in the word, that's the most important part. And, you know, I'll get back to that later, but that's kind of how you are able to move through this holiday season and in hopefully being able to work through those issues. Right. So I have a lot of verses today because I know that um, just kind of bringing that from the Bible is a lot easier to hear and to understand. so here we go. If anybody wants to open with me, we're focusing more on in Psalms, but there's one that I have from John. 
Um, okay, so we'll go to Psalms 40, 1 through 3. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit and out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock, and he gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Okay, so I thought this was an important one to start with because um, he talks about how he was he was hurt. He was sad and he was crying and, and he called out to the Lord and the Lord hears you. I know, although in this season of life that you're in right now, it seems like there's no one listening to you. And I felt like that before because it's really hard. You know, it's not like when you call someone and you can get an immediate answer. Praying is such a patience thing. Like if you don't have patience, Praying is really frustrating. So it's definitely something I've had to learn over the past few years. Um, but it's kind of something that is grown me spiritually and emotionally too, because although I'm asking for all these things and I know he hears me, I'm wanting an answer immediately. And that's not realistic. Um, but I want you to know that during this season of time, during this holiday, during the struggles you're going through currently, even if it's not in the holidays, even if it's past the holidays or before the holidays, I want you to know he hears you. He hears your cry and he's not just neglecting you. He's not ignoring you. He's working in his time. And I know that's not what you want to hear, but it's realistic because he's not going to, you have to love him and you have to meet him halfway. You can't just expect him to do all the grunt work, right? Obviously he's always reaching for us and saying like hey come on but you've got to do the work too you got to stay in the word you got to pray to him you have to show him that you love him and be like I know I'm struggling right now and it doesn't seem it doesn't seem great it doesn't seem like I'm wanting you but you know my intentions you know like we talked about last week um you have to have those pure intentions when you're asking from him because he knows what your intentions are when you're asking for stuff you can't you are you don't want to ask for the the fleshly desires right you want the spiritual desires you want to pray and ask him hey lord i need peace over this christmas season because honestly it's really hard and he hears that he hears that okay and i want you to know he he hears you and he wants to help you right but sometimes oh my goodness okay just an fyi to everybody i'm promised we got home last night. We drove all day and got home at like one in the morning. So that's why I'm yawning so much. But I promise I'm in it. Okay. We're in this together. Right. We're working through it. Right. All right. So the next verse I have is Psalms 147. Or wait a minute. Oh, yeah. 147.3. All right. Um, it says, he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars, and he calls them each by name. Great is our Lord, and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. All right, here's the deal. Let's break this down a little bit. First of all, he heals the brokenhearted, right? And he binds up their wounds. You have an open wound, right? You have a broken heart. This season is sad. You you don't find joy in it, right? And that's okay. That's okay. The real thing is, is that he it, he'll heal you. It's just... You know, everybody says broken hearts take time, right? This is going to take time, but you have to work through it with it, right? Because he can heal you. 
So that's what I love about that. And also he determines the number of stars and calls them each by name. So he knows you're brokenhearted. He knows you are wounded and he's working with you because he knows you by name. This isn't some impersonal thing. Like he knows you. He knows what you're going through. He knows your struggles and he knows the desires of your heart. So he won't forget you. He won't neglect you. He knows exactly what is best for you and what needs to be done. Sometimes healing immediately is not what's best for us. Sometimes it needs to take a a while for us to heal in order for him to teach us the lesson that we need to learn. There's a lesson in everything. And it's annoying sometimes because sometimes I don't want to be taught a lesson. (laughs) Other times I'm just kind of like, okay, all right, I get the point. Can we just move on? And that's just not realistic, right? In no way out of the Bible does he ever say, all right, like I just won't teach a lesson today. I think you've learned it. If you're going through something, it's always a lesson. And it's just a matter of time of when you decide when you are ready to accept that and when you're ready to just be like, all right, I'll work with you here. I know you're trying to teach me a lesson and we're working through it. So I love that because, you know, you know, there's millions and millions of stars and he knows each one by name. He knows how many there are and he knows, right? He knows us and he knows the desires of our heart and he knows exactly what we need and when we need it and sometimes you don't need your heart to be healed instantly okay and it's not ideal and it's frustrating and I totally get it and I'm one to know because I literally was talking to my dad yesterday about how frustrating it is to have a head injury because you can't just rehab it like you have to just let it heal And, you know, I've gone to physical therapy and it's been extremely frustrating and it's the same stuff over and over again. And the one thing they always tell me is, hey, India, it's the little victories. Just it's those little things. It's those little victories. And you just kind of take it and run with it, because sometimes those big victories, they're not going to come for a while. And they don't with a head injury. It's not like, hey, one day I couldn't run and the next day I was able to. It's not like that. And it's basically just you kind of have to realize hey now my eyes are feeling a little better they don't hurt as bad stuff like that so it's kind of it's frustrating it's not ideal but it is it's once you realize that these things you're going through and this pain you feel is for a reason it gets easier it um it's not going to be easy all the time and it's not going to be ideal all the time but it does get easier and it almost Recently, I've just had, instead of feeling really uh, torn up about something, I kind of have a different peace over my heart, different peace over my heart than I had before. And so it's definitely um, something that I've had to learn. But let's go to the next verse, which is, I think, Psalms 94. 9419. All right. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Okay. Oh, well, actually, I'm going to go up a verse. Okay. When I said, My foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. How awesome is that? Okay. Because even when we're struggling even when we're on that edge of that cliff and we're just like I can't take any more of this can you please help me he hears you he loves you and he supports you he does 
when you can't take it anymore, he's there. I mean, he's there the whole time, but he knows when you've reached your limit. Okay. He really does. And I know sometimes it's hard to hear that. And sometimes it's, it's kind of a bummer to think that, but ultimately he does hear you and he supports you and your anxieties that you feel right now during the holiday season, your depression and your sadness. I promise you, he hears your cries and he's going to help you. But it's a ma- it's just a timing issue right now because you're wanting to be healed now. And he's saying, not yet. That's all. Not yet. But you will be healed. Just not yet. And so um, I know it's hard because those who have lost a loved one or have family issues, it kind of seems like, but how can you help me? Like they're already gone. Or how can you help me? My parents aren't going to get back together and my family issues aren't going to solve here's the issue. Sometimes we're given this, we we're dealt a card. Okay. We're dealt a hand and we're supposed to just adapt, right? Well, he's there for you. He's going to help you. He wants to help you. And this hand you've been dealt is not just for you. It's, he's going to pick you up and he's going to tell you which cards to put down first. Right. So I think it's really interesting because you still are, you still can feel that sadness. You're allowed to work through that, those issues. I'm just saying, isn't it kind of awesome to think, wow, even when I'm going through all of this, I have someone who loves me so deeply that when I'm struggling, he's there for me. When my foot is slipping, he picks me up. It's kind of, it's kind of awesome. I, I like to, I think it's really encouraging knowing that anything we're going through, we're never left alone. We're never left behind. He's always there to help you along the way. So. My last verse for the ones I picked out. Okay. And these will all be on my Instagram too. So if you don't remember them or you didn't have time to write them down, I'm going to post them on Instagram too. So don't worry. Okay. The next verse is John 16, 33. All right. I have told you these things so that in me you have you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Okay, I saved this one for last because I really think this is one of the best verses that it just so encouraging. So you know those arguments you have with kids in school where you're like, my dad could beat up your dad? Well, our Heavenly Father, sorry, but he takes the cake on this one because I'm not kidding. When How encouraging is it to know that regardless of what you're going through and the fears you have and the struggles you have, you have a God that has defeated all of that. He's conquered all of that so that you won't have to face that forever. That's so encouraging because he has literally conquered the world. There is nothing here that he cannot overcome. So have peace over your heart with that. That should bring you at least somewhat peace, right? Because it's so encouraging to know that there that we have a God. Our God can conquer anything in this world that you have gone through. He already conquered it. That's why Jesus died on the cross. That is conquered. He, he made this world. He created it. He created you. He created everything. So these struggles you've gone through, these are, these are things of this world. He owns the world. He holds it in his hand. So it's, it's really cool to just think about, if you really look at the big picture, there's nothing that he can't handle. And so with him by your side and with him as your father, there's nothing you can't conquer, right? That should bring you a little bit of peace. I think that's awesome. And I think it, really brings peace to my heart too, because there's so much, there's so many anxieties you can have in this world and around the holiday season. So it's really difficult, but we have a God 
that has conquered all of those feelings. He's conquered that. I mean, he stomped a mud hole in it. He stepped on their throat. Like, that is just insane to me. So I thought that was really cool. And I love that verse and I saved it for last. So that's definitely one that I think will help me through the holidays because I know I still struggle with it to this day. So it's really hard to kind of just adapt and find peace. And that's one of the things I usually, if I'm going through something or I know somebody who's going through something, that's usually in my prayer. Like, obviously, a what? the issue to get better, right? But sometimes it's not in the plan. So obviously I ask because I'm like, I know he hears me. And when I love him and I give him everything, my prayers will be answered. And so when my thought process on the whole thing is when I pray, I'm like, Lord, give me peace over my heart and my mind. Ease these fears of mine. That's kind of what I pray when I'm really feeling anxious or sad in the holiday season I've been kind of praying for that just give me peace give me peace over my heart and mind so that when something does come up or I have anxiety or depression or sadness I'm able to just be like all right you know I'm sad but I have peace over my heart that it's going to be okay and it's going to be better and that I don't have to feel like this forever and so I asked on Instagram the other day if anybody had verses that helped them get through the holidays And so a couple people answered, so I'll read those out right now because I think obviously it's good to hear from other people too. Um, So this is kind of what I said. First Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I kind of want to unpack this one a little bit. And I told everybody this was going to be a short episode. It's not. It's regular length because I can't help but talk really long. Um, But cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I really like this a lot because it's such a simple verse, but it speaks volumes because you can't have all this anxiety by yourself on yourself. You can't be this bottle of anxiety. You have to give it to him, lay it at his feet and be like, Lord, I don't want this. I can't, I don't want to have this. Please take it from me. Just help me through it. And sometimes, sometimes it isn't his plan to take things from you or take it away from you but he wants you to move through it and use him to move through it so just putting it at his feet and being like all right here I need your help with this and sometimes it's a humbling experience because you know when your dad tells you to do something and you don't want to do it and you're like I can do it by myself and then you find out you can't do it by yourself the last thing you want to do is ask him for help after you just told him you could do it by yourself and so it's a really humbling experience kind of coming to terms with the fact that you can't do it on your own so instead of holding all that anxiety and sadness in cast it upon him because he can help you and then the next verse is um one that a lot of people probably have heard it's philippians 4 13 and it says i can do all things through him who strengthened me so obviously this is a good one too and it kind of goes hand in hand with the last verse as well you can't do it on your own okay so you have to have him to help you through it And I wrote down a few, three things that I thought were important to kind of take away. Um, The kind of the ways that will help you get through this season of life right now and every season, honestly, um, to stay in the word this season. I know it's hard and it is it is a bummer, okay? because sometimes you want to have this joy and happiness for Christmas. You have to remember the reason that Christmas is a thing, right? You have to remember the reason that Christmas even exists. which is kind of frustrating sometimes because you don't want to actually remember things um, like that when you're going through 
your own stuff, but kind of remembering the reason that we even have Christmas is really helpful to kind of humble you and be like, you know, all right, I'm sad, but this is the reason that we have this. And thank you, Jesus, for saving me and being our refuge. So staying in the word is really, really important. Um, If you really have trouble reading your Bible every day, I really suggest getting a self-help book like um, Get Out of Your Head or Well-Watered Women or even just a devotional, anything. I would go buy it as soon as you can just so that helps you or write down a regimen. I know a lot of people are doing reading a chapter of Luke each um, day of the month until the 24th. Um, And I know it's the 8th, of course, so you'll have to catch up, but that's cool. Or just finding Bible plans or using the Bible app, just stay in the word. Um, And then another one, my second one was pray. It's pretty flat out, pretty self-explanatory, but just pray. Sometimes we forget how important prayer is, but it's so, so important. So pray over you, pray over your family, pray over this holiday season, pray for the families that don't get to spend time with their families over the holidays and those who struggle to spend time with their family on the holidays. So just open your heart up and kind of lay it at his feet. And then number three, it kind of goes hand in hand with the podcast name. Um, I said, take note of the blessings of this season. Okay, so obviously it's really hard to praise when you're in a season of grief. But it's really important to take note of the blessings of the season that you're in. So although this season might be horrible and you might not find any blessings, I say just take time out of your day or pick a day out of the week every week and just take note of the things that you've learned the things that you have gotten from the season of life and the blessings that you currently have. And I think that's super important to not only stay positive, but to also work through this because although um, there's a lot going on, there is still positives and good that comes out of the situations we're given. So I think it's really important um, to just kind of stay in that positive mindset and it helps you honestly. And so in this season, in the holidays, just remember, remember the reason that we even have this and be grateful for what we have because we are all are very blessed we're healthy and we have a lot of things to be grateful for so just try to take note of those blessings and those little things in the holiday season that kind of are helpful to keep you positive and keep you on the right track so stay in the word pray because he hears you and take note of the little blessings of this season of your life um but i Try to keep it short, but it wasn't very short. And I'm really sorry for posting late. Um, it was a really busy week with packing and finals and everything. So if you still have finals to any college students that are listening, good luck. I wish you the best of luck. I'm praying for you. And just, I know there's a lot of anxieties with finals. So just try to pray and just ask him to give you peace. So you've got this. And for everybody that's struggling with um, finances during the season, um, I pray for you as well and just kind of give those fears and anxieties to him. And I wish everybody the best of luck. And um, I'm super excited because I'm back home. And so I know a lot of awesome people here that will be on the podcast. And so I don't want to spoil it. Um, but I'm really excited for next week and the week after and the week after that. Um, but I just want to remind everybody, because the seasons are this season is so hard for people, just be aware of the people around you and just kind of try to show them a little extra love. Just go out of your way, do something nice for somebody and just be kind and giving and loving 
because this is the season of giving. Although I think every season should be giving. Just be aware, okay? Because it's kind of hard. This season is, although there is a plan, like Pastor Daniel said at Better Life the other day, sometimes you have to be aware of the situation and you can't always just say, hey, he's got a plan for you. So just be aware and just be kind and be the reason someone smiles today, every day, and finish this week off strong. And good luck on your finals. I um, wish everybody the best of luck. And I love everybody. Um, and also, my dad told me that Jeff Stanford and his family and some people in Arizona listen. So I wanted to give y'all a shout out. And I really appreciate everybody for listening because you guys have no idea how much this means to me. Um, and I'm really grateful for y'all this season. Um, but anyways. Um, just remember, count those blessings because we have lots of them and um, just take note of those this season. And I really appreciate you all for listening and I love you guys so much and have a great Wednesday and a great rest of the week. And remember to be the reason someone smiles today.